1: That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer it's all really really easy it's all really intuitive when hosting on anchor you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like spotify apple podcasts and more it's everything you need to make a podcast good morning welcome to breakfast with kent for wednesday february 12th 2020 brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry dr mike o'neill the best dentist i've ever gone to he's been my only dentist the last 26 years He should be your dentist. Give him a call, 317-849-2933. While we wait for the snow, let's talk about sports, shall we? Last night, Purdue at Mackey Arena against Penn State. Any other year, you would think, okay, Purdue's got to run away with this game by 12, 15, 20 points, and it's over, it's not dramatic, and to hell with it, Penn State. Yeah, not anymore, baby. Penn State is really, really good. This game was never close. It was never in doubt. Penn State ran away with it. They pounded Purdue last night by 12, 88-76. Purdue never led in this game. Penn State plays like this. That's the difference. They are experienced. They are talented. They defend in a connected way. And last night, they defended Purdue right out of their own building. Penn State is a game out of first place in the Big Ten on February 12th. How about them apples? Nebraska almost beat Maryland last night. If that had happened, Penn State would be tied for the lead in the Big Ten. Hey, look at the Big Ten. You got Maryland, you got Penn State, you got Rutgers. Who the hell invited these people to our party? Huh? Let's get them the hell out of here. What are we, crazy people? We don't need this. In football, it's one thing, right? Rutgers has been wonderful. That's a W every every year for everybody who plays them. Uh, Maryland, they're not very good in football. Penn State, they're pretty good in football. But for the love of God, why do we need this kind of headache in basketball? Let's get them the hell out of here. Let's go back to the original Big Ten, play a home-and-home uh, home against everybody, and move on with our day. Can we do that? then I don't think Matt Painter would argue with that uh, given last night's result. Tonight, you got Butler and Xavier at Hinkle Fieldhouse, 6.30 on CBS Sportsnet. The weather's going to be awful. Get to Henkel early if you're going to the game. This is an important game for the Bulldogs. They got to start stacking wins. They got seven games left. This is a big one. They've got two against Xavier. All right, right now, they are uh, they're firmly into the field for the NCAA tournament, but with seven left, anything can happen. They could win a gob of those games. They could lose a gob of those games. Right now, you've got, like I said, two against Xavier. Then you've got Georgetown. You've got Seton Hall, Creighton, DePaul, St. John's. DePaul, St. John's, those need to be W's. If you can win those two games, if you can win tonight, you've assured yourself at least a 500 record in the Big East. That is going to get you in the NCAA tournament. Pacers and the Bucks tonight at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Giannis Antetokounmpo not supposed to be with the team, uh, or or is unlikely to be with the team. I guess is a better way to put it. His girlfriend had a baby the other night. He missed the game against the Kings. Likely to miss the game tonight against the uh, Pacers. The uh, the Bucks the Bucks just keep rolling. They are forty and four since starting the season, six and three. They do not lose a lot of games. They've won their last five. The Pacers have lost their last six. This is their seventh straight loss, staring them in the face. They have not done that since 2015. Funny, well, not funny for anybody who is a part of this team, but in 2014, 2015, the Pacers lost six, seven, and eight games, had uh, three losing streaks, of at least those six games, one of se- two of seven, I guess, one of eight. So uh, this not uncharted territory, but certainly unexpected given the way that the Pacers played without Victor Oladipo. Now with Victor Oladipo, they're having a whole lot of trouble. It's time. To, boy, the All-Star break could not come at a better time. Shut this thing down and and get away from basketball. Clear your heads, come back with a fresh attitude, and, and let's get after it, right? Um, but they, uh, Pacers, you know what? They looked better against the Nets. But I think that was because the Nets really didn't defend. Pacers needed to win that game. They lost that game by one. They lost another game during the streak by one. They're not that far away from being um, reasonably competitive in the NBA, given their roster. Uh, Mark Emmert, he testified before Congress yesterday about the NIL issue. We know what that is, right? Name, image, likeness the control of those things by collegiate athletes and the ability to monetize those things uh, for student-athletes. This doesn't affect a whole lot of guys or a whole lot of women, but it affects some. And for the colleges to be able to uh, monetize likeness without sharing that bounty with the athlete is just ridiculous. And the people at the NCAA, they know it. But what they've got now is because they have been so damn slow in moving toward a solution because they don't want a solution. If they can keep it the way it is, they'd love to keep it the way it is. It works for the colleges, right? It works for the universities, the coaches, the administrators, everybody. Everybody's getting wealthy in college athletics because the media money is huge, right? Giant, they're building buildings all over the place. If you see a crane someplace, it's it's likely either at a university or they're building a, kind of an addition to a hospital. That's where the construction is these days. Athletic departments are building stuff because they have a lot of money and they know that at some point this money is gonna go away or it's gonna be shared with the student athletes, and it should, but what the administrators like Emmert are, are trying to do is kick the can down the road and, and continue to suckle at this teat until it's dry or until the cow dies. Right, this is what they're all about. That's what administrators do. Public administrators just want that money to keep rolling in. They're all really smart, so they want to stand in the way of any kind of meaningful reform that might be enacted. And the reform is coming at the state level. State legislatures are passing leg- uh, laws that would not allow uh, NCAA institutions or colleges to be able to monetize off the names, images, and likenesses of college athletes and that the athletes themselves would be able to get that done. So what uh, Emmert wants is the federal government to step in, promise legislation, so that the state governments, they don't do anything, and in that way you're kicking the can down the road a little bit farther, and it's much easier for the and much less expensive for the NCAA to try to control the federal lawmaking kind of machine than it is at the state level because you're only dealing with one group of 100 senators in in Congress. You're dealing with 50 state legislatures with each, each individual state is a separate entity, right? So that's what Emmert's trying to do. He's just kicking the can down the road and would like to perpetuate this system as long as he can have that happen because that's what the schools want. He is he, that's what he is that's what mark emmert is is the the guy he's not the head of the snake the head of the snake there are hundreds of heads of the, of the snake those are the college presidents university presidents emmert is is really just the head of the umbrella organization all right it's all these schools that actually run stuff and all the college presidents and the athletic directors who run things. It's not Mark Emmert. Blaming Mark Emmert is silly. He's the face of it, and and that makes him easy to point at, but it's not accurate to say he's the problem. He's not. He takes his orders from NCAA uh, signatories. So there you go. Pitchers and catchers, their first workout today in Mesa, Arizona for the Chicago Cubs. What kind of pitchers, what kind of catchers are they going to have? I got no damn idea. Who's going to play second base? I don't know. Who's going to be a center fielder? I don't know that either. You're going to have Schwarber in right. You're going to have Hayward likely, or uh, Schwarber in left. Hayward likely in right. Bryant at third if he's not traded. um, Baez at short. That's a certainty. Rizzo at first. Contreras behind the plate. David Ross is going to be the manager. John Lester, Kyle Hendricks, Jose Quintana. uh, Who else? you Darvish. Those guys are going to start games. Who's the fifth starter going to be? I don't know. This team, there, are a lot of question marks, man. And it's been a long time since we've had a Cubs team with a lot of question marks. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? First and foremost, the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, celebrating a birthday today. He would be 211 years old today. How about that? If what would What would a guy look like? What would Lincoln look like if he had lived to be 211 years old, we have no way of knowing because no one's ever done it that we know of. Uh, Jim Coyle, happy birthday, does great work in uh, Southern Indiana Media. Vop Ossoli, happy birthday, Michael McDonald, Wendy Snyder, Paul Abrams, John Loomis, Danny Hubbard, and the great Ted Austin celebrating birthdays today. If today's your birthday, you share it with Abraham Lincoln and you need to celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you need to celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Oops! What a birthday gift this makes! If you got a friend with a birthday coming up, boy oh boy, finding this under their birthday tree would be, and there are no birthday trees, maybe uh, adjacent to their birthday cake. But we haven't, we haven't yet started erecting trees to celebrate birthdays as we do Christmas. So I misspoke a little bit there. Anyway, oops, you can get the audiobook, you can get the ebook. It's all my mistakes, and, or a lot of some of my mistakes and adventures. There's some that didn't make the book, and I think that's for the best. But uh, you want to laugh at somebody else screwing up? This is the book for you. Go to Amazon and uh, search Oops and Kent. There are a lot of books called Oops. You got to look for the yellow and red cover. Oops and Kent, that brings it right up. Like I said, ebook, audio book, or the, uh, the uh, hardcover. Uh, that you can traditionally take with you into the bathroom and enjoy during the uh, two or three minutes of repose during the average poop. We'll talk to you. Sports, nothing but sports. Uh, and go, Pacers, go, Butler, please. Could we get some wins? Could something good happen in the world of sports in central Indiana? Oh, one more thing Philip Rivers isn't coming. Philip Rivers, there's very little upside with Philip Rivers. And there's all kinds of downside. That's not the way Chris Ballard does business. We've learned some things about Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard builds through the draft. That's the way he does it. He may take, he may do some patchwork with free agents, but he's not going to go out and get a guy like Philip Rivers. He's not going to go out and get a guy like Tom Brady. And as far as the uh, as far as mock drafts go, listen. Here here's what the uh, the smart guys think. They think that uh, Javon Kinlaw could be the guy. He's a defensive tackle out of South Carolina, game record. A.J. Uh, Espenza from Iowa, he's a defensive end. Jordan Love, the quarterback out of Utah State that everybody loves. Jerry Judy, the wide receiver out of Atlanta. They say it's going to be one of these four guys, which means it's going to be none of those four guys. Chris Ballard is going to do something else. That's what he always does. The Colts, they choose at 13, 34, and 44 are they going to move up? No. They're not. Good. That is not what Chris Ballard does. He is not going from 13 to 5 to go get Tua. That, that isn't going to happen. He's not going to go from 13 to 5 to go get Herbert. That isn't happening. That's not the way he plays the game. We'll talk to you 3 o'clock this afternoon. Sports. Nothing but sports. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.